Hi, this is Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka Tano, and thank you for listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show. You all right, Derek? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, you can hear them? You can hear everybody? Oh, uh, yeah, I can hear all of them. All right, all right, good. The geek sure is strong in this room. Yeah. I want to make sure I know how to plug in a headphones, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're good on that. <laughs> you, you plugged a larger... No, wait, no, that's wrong. <laughs> are we talking about headphones or something else? <laughs> Derek! <laughs> like, haven't we said before what, what happens at Star Wars Celebration stays at Star Wars Celebration? Oh, dear. Yeah. Yep. And what, we're going to another one together, John? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, Derek and his brother are both Indian. Well, half, right? Yeah, yeah. Together but, we make a hole. There you go. But uh, they <laughs> joked around when we were walking around because I'm walking around me pale white in between these two darker skinned guys are like we're like an oreo cookie walking around the place and i'm like oh jeez, oh, guys yep i am john whoopie impersonator and a ladrin warlock with the warriors of the stars along came jason my bearded friend Fabulous secret ideas revealed to me the day he came to my house and said, I want to make a podcast! Only two others share this secret. Eric of the Loch Ness and Jacob. Together we started talking about toys, comics, games, and movies on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Welcome to another exciting episode of the Super Awesome Geek Show. I'm John, your host, and today we've got Derek in the studio with me. Go ahead and say hello. Hello, everybody. I'm glorified pawnbroker and Star Wars geek. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yes. Derek has been a uh, friend for many years. We went to Star Wars Celebration 2015 together, and we are already planning on going to 2017 in Florida together. And hopefully for the next decade, if we can afford that. Like every other year. When it's in the States, we'll just keep on going, right? Yep. And we have uh, Michael Munz today. Hey, Michael, how, how are you and how's things been? What's hey, been John, I'm, I'm doing great. Um, I, I lost my publisher, but I'm reworking things to go self-published at the end of the month, so yay. <laughs> uh, is that good or bad? <laughs> it's Well, that's a long story, really, but you asked how things were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's good and bad, really. If I, I won't go into details here because we're not here to talk about me, but uh, for anyone's curious, you can just check out my website michaelgmunds.com and see the updates there but yeah you always blog about everything you're doing yeah. too not everything well <laughs> book related and a lot of stuff right? yeah. yes yeah. yes <laughs> today i'm eating eggs <laughs> that was a yes cheese. yesterday they had cheese <laughs> christina since you yes. spoke up say hello Hi. hello and, uh, you know, Christina, I think you have something special to that you did do this last week. More I... special than Michael's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I went to Disneyland on Friday and um, got to see the fenced-off area for Star Wars Land and thoroughly enjoyed soaking up all of Tomorrowland, which is pretty much turned into Star Wars Land of its own. Do, do, um, wait, wait, wait. Don't you mean a soaking up? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I soaked oh. it all up. Oh. Um, oh. That, that was, was awesome. And, terrible. <laughs> and all I could think about when I went in 
before we get to the little announcement, before all I could think about when I went into, it's called Star Wars Launch Bay. And if you follow me on Twitter, you would have seen Friday all the helmets I posted, the lightsabers, Ray's costume, BB-8. Oh, there, there was so much in there. You just go, oh, as you're walking through, oh, my gosh, look at this. Oh, my gosh, look at this. You know, so it's like a little mini Star Wars museum. It's and, probably uh, a lot like what we saw at Celebration, oh, yeah. right? Or what? Well, you were there, Christina. Did you go in that room at Celebration where they yes. had the props? Was yes. it like that or bigger? It's like that, but everything, you know, behind glass and all professional Disney looking. Whoa. You know. Uh, okay. um, yeah, and so got to hug and take a picture with Chewbacca. And um, Kylo Ren was not a fan of me laughing at him. So <laughs> uh, all I could say is... They, the girl has to, the girl who helps take the photos has to play this part, and she goes, "He will approach you," and I'm like, "Okay," <laughs> you know. And he comes walking up, and I just start laughing because he just comes slinking up, and I'm laughing, and he he just looks at me and he goes, "What's funny?" You know, in the voice, and I'm like, "I don't know." And then he gets in my face, like literally two inches in in my face, and says, "You." be quiet i went okay <laughs> and he's i got, just he's got the force so you can't stop him oh and i just i'm just <laughs> busting up and i'm just standing there and so the girl's taking a picture and i'm like i have to take some bizarre picture which ended up on twitter as well so but then the best part was went yeah. on star tours and when you come out of star tours there's a store and in that yeah. store is build a droid yeah! And in talking with John earlier, he thought it would be cool if I, you know, made a Build-A-Droid. And I said, well, what if I make two that we could give away on the podcast? And he liked that idea. So two have been made. Something interesting will have to be done in order to win those. There are two up for grabs made by me. One is Seahawks colored with Mickey Mouse ears. The other is just a random bits of blue and white with a pirate hat. So, <laughs> so um, I will be sending those to John and, um, and his, which is black with a Yoda hat. Um, and uh, it was really fun making it. it. It's literally, I could have stayed there for an hour. There's so many different droids. And then they give you hats. You don't have to use a hat. But there's like mouse ears, goofy ears, hats. And I'm just sitting there going, what do I make? What do I make? And then if it's like you're a Lego store, right? Where you can build a Lego guy. Yes. And then, but then you're sitting there going, okay, do I do all the black parts or make it all look like R2 or make it all a black droid? Or should I make it all green? Or what should I do? Wait, these parts <laughs> don't match. I gave him a blue leg and a red leg. Ah, you know, like <laughs> it, it, you start getting a little whacked out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I I think I would have a hard time buying one of each piece, wouldn't you, Chris? Wait, is that me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure if we were dealing. Sometimes I'm on podcasts with 14 Chris's. Yes. Yeah, so, okay, you are Chris. She's Christina, and he's Chris Sturr. <laughs> well, see? Oh, that's a little confusing. <laughs> confusing at all. And you can't say CP because there's two CPs. That's true. <sighs> yeah, that's a problem. But you know, I uh, um. I, I don't have a Build-A-Droid collection necessarily, but uh, I, uh, I've i been asking people. They say, hey, I'm going to Disneyland or Disney World. You know, do you need anything? I'm like, hey, everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Like, but I, I was posting those pictures of the walls of the stuff, and I'm like, okay, uh, that, and that, 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 yeah. that. No. If I, you guys would have messaged me, I would have been like, okay, credit card. They're gonna pay me back. Let's see how much stuff I can carry well, around Disneyland. So that's the thing. You talk about build a droid, but that's what I ask people to do. I said, just build me a droid. I'll pay you back. Because yeah. then, you know, they're going and they get something, and then my my astromech collection, you know, grows by one with every person that goes. Yeah, that's a good. That's that's why I asked her for one. Yeah, same that's thing. what I'm saying. And like, then she yeah. went above and beyond. It was like, let's do some for the show. So it's cool. It's very smart. <laughs> very good. No, I'm actually uh, um, uh, right now in the uh, the final stages of completing my uh, vintage figure collection, and I say that kind of uh, holding back because um, when I was younger, like many of us, uh, most of my collection was just it was junk. Like, you know, you got lucky and you traded for, you know, the princess Leia that was just beat to hell, uh, <laughs> you know, like beat up, no cloak or no gun or anything. And that was, that was, you know, what I did. So I'm now going back and, uh, just getting, uh, those in condition like a C nine or above. So very tight accessories, no reproduction, a uh, few paint scrapes, if any, um, you know, just basically mint. Or, so, or, or, so, or so who's left? Believe it or not, like probably some of the more common ones, um, just because I've been so picky, like the yeah. Stormtrooper. Uh, I'm still looking for a good Stormtrooper uh, that's not discolored. I'm Yellow. not interested in the. What, yeah, I'm not interested in the, the tricks <laughs> to kind of de-yellify things, if only no, because you know inevitably no. they'll come. It'll come back and potentially with a vengeance. Um, Snowtrooper. I'm, I'm and uh, and I think I, I may have one of those in hand or, or coming. Uh, you know, soon. it took me a long time to find a snowtrooper who had the original intact cape with right. no cuts or tears in it. Right. That took me a long. There's so many reproduction capes. Christopher, have you have you had any luck? What, what about you? In the vintage figure? Yeah, I mean, are you trying? I see some in the background of some of your videos. Yeah, well, I haven't really been building it up. I, I mean, I'm, I love the vintage figures, but I didn't really grow up with them because I'm from a different generation. Of course. Um, but I did have a very loose-limbed C-3PO when I was younger and a Chewbacca. So, uh, I mean, as many of those I can get. I love those two figures uh, specifically. But, I mean, I love to get a full collection I'm not really looking for what Chris is doing right now or going full <laughs> uh, full collection C9+. Plus, but, I mean, I haven't really worked too hard on that. I'm more C3PO focused anyways. So, Neat. Uh, yeah, vintage isn't really what I'm looking for right now. I love that we all have our different characters. Like, yours is C3PO, mine is Yoda, Chris is Darth Vader. So we're not going to compete with each other. Yeah, exactly. And, and, <laughs> and see, if you like C3PO, you would have loved you'd love Star Tours. Because... Uh, yeah, I've never gotten a chance to go, but I really want to. But it's 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 so funny because the old Star Tours, it was it was Star Wars. But it was just you're on a tour and you're flying through space and they had the really funny little robot and it wasn't, you know, you got to see C-3PO and R2 as you walk through lines. Right. Um, now C-3PO drives the ship and R2 is helping and um, you don't know where you're going to go. The last time I was there, um, I went... Um, it was, it's, it's random each time it's you go random. to a different this area. Time, yeah. this, this time I was on Hoth, and we landed on Hoth, and they had you, I mean, barely missed being stepped on by um, an at-at, and then R2 See? and then R2 shoots the at-at, and it blows up, and you feel the shake of that, and <laughs> you're just going through all this, and then, 
you land at the rebel base and it's really cool. Um, the best ride I thought was well done that I would go on over and over if it wasn't a 75 minute wait, um, was, um, hyperspace mountain that I just, you could just scream through it all and just like cry coming out of it going, Oh my gosh, that was amazing. Let's go on it again. You know? Um, <laughs> well, like, I just want to, can't wait oh, to see sorry. what they do with the rest. Yeah, it's going to be great as they build more rides and attractions oh, there. Yeah. We're going to have to go, Derek. Oh, yeah, we're going to totally need to go. Yeah. Was it a couple of years the Star Wars lands out? Well, each ride <clears throat> comes out as it comes out, as it's finished, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, currently, um, so when I was there in September, you could walk, um, I can't think of the land's name with all the Dumbo and everybody. It, usually, if you walked past Dumbo, you could walk um, by, it was... Uh, I used to go to Disneyland like almost every weekend back in the day. Um, you could walk by Big Thunder Mountain and there was the Hungry Bear and all that stuff. That section has been shut down. You can't walk that way. You have to go through the castle and through another land to get to tomorrow. Uh, no, it's called Frontierland. Um, they have shut most of that down. There's a big high fence. And if you're walking high enough on a hill, you can peek over and you see all the dirt. So I think I took a picture when I was getting into Disneyland saying that looks like a desert or like scrap metal and Jakku, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there, you can clearly see that where it is marked off where Star Wars land is going to be. And you just get excited. You're like, oh, come on. Or it could be something Rogue One. Because I'm sure they want a new attraction when the new movie comes out. Yeah, the concept art looked really amazing. Have you guys seen a lot of the concept stuff they've shown? Oh, yeah. I yes. mean, there's no way that they can fully fulfill that, though, right? I mean, if they do, it would be incre like in amazing, just uh, the best location they've ever built. But <laughs> Well, if half of that's real, I'll be happy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what we're going to be here to talk about. We have Christer and we have Chris Perillo. Christer's from Star Geek. And Chris Perillo, you know him as the Locker Gnome on YouTube and every every. Well, Chris is everywhere, right, Chris? Mm, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, do you want to say a little bit real quick about your channel? Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, Star Geek, just basically anything I can talk about Star Wars related, and I'm excited to talk about some Star Wars theories today. And Chris Perillo, you got a few channels on your YouTube, right? A bit. Yeah. <laughs> And we're all here to talk about Rogue One and some of our theories and uh, Star Wars theories related to um, possibly some of them being related to Force Awakens and maybe a little bit into the future of Star Wars. But since that trailer hit, I have been dying to talk to some Star Wars guys about some of the things that I thought were in that that I could pick out of the trailer. And then I just wanted your thoughts on these thoughts or ideas, right? Yeah. Or in on the trailer and all that stuff. Well, I'm ready. <laughs> all right. So, yes. because you guys have all watched it recently, right? Yeah. About five mm -hmm. minutes ago. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I, thought, For I figured. the tenth time. <laughs> so, the Rebel base, we can all clearly say we, we think we agree it's Yavin 4, right? Certainly looks like it. If, yep. if it's not, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yavin's clone. <laughs> yeah. Yavin's clone, yeah. Uh, so, we see Jin also being interrogated. We can hear them kind of interrogating her in a sense. You know, uh, maybe with quotes on that. And she's walking through the base in handcuffs. Uh, maybe she's a smuggler, a mercenary, a bounty hunter, a scoundrel, uh, something around that lines. Uh, what do you guys think about that first scene? There's a gonk droid in there, by the way. Yeah, the and gonk they... droid was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
Yeah, and I love the helmets that they're wearing, the white helmets and everything. Just that it goes way, it goes right back to where, you know, the old school Star Wars stuff. You know, don't you think? Don't you agree? Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely very okay. nostalgic. And um, Derek, so what are some of your thoughts on that scene? Like, do you have any idea? Well, like, well, she, do you think she's a smuggler, mercenary? Like, what do you got on Jin? Anything? Well, I know that um, I know there's some theories about how she might be the daughter of the uh, the main villain. Um, I think maybe she gets captured or she does something she shouldn't. After all, she mentions she's very rebellious. Maybe she does something, gets her in trouble, and she's got intel on what the big baddie's up to. Krister, anything to add to that? I mean, I think that's pretty much what I got out of that scene. She's probably a mercenary. Um, I'm not so sure about the whole theory of her being the daughter of... Uh, anyone important in this movie uh i know star wars is really big on making familial ties to things but uh it would be nice to see something a little more refreshing where they didn't have to do that for just one movie um but yeah i don't know it all i know is that this scene looks really cool yavin looks great again so it's all fun stuff i kind of think that could set up an interesting twist in the film though if they did make her the daughter of that general or grand admiral sorry that we see in the thing sure yeah but i mean it's just been done a lot. I mean, it would yeah, it's make cliche. Her, yeah, yeah. It would, I think it would be a good Amen. for a Star Wars movie. I mean, Star Wars movies are pretty cliched, but uh, it's all. I th- anything they do is probably going to be fine with me. That's the type of fan I am. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what they figure out. Mike, you were going to speak up. Oh no, I was just going to ring in and say that. Yeah, the the the. I'm I'm hoping she's not related to anyone because it. You you were saying Star Wars seems like likes to make people related i was gonna argue that it's really not star wars it's more george lucas himself it feels <laughs> right. like he, he needs to connect everything you know i'm looking at the prequels um but i think and i hope that she's just another person in the star wars universe who can just stand on her own as opposed to being a daughter of yeah anyone that we already know or well but see like, that's the thing you know the, the, these these stories movies or you know anthology whatever they're gonna go with um I think they get us beyond the Skywalker arc. Right. I think that's the whole idea mm-hmm. behind making them non-episodic. Like, I, so I, I would I be disappointed if she has some kind of family connection? No. Am I looking for it? No. Because it's it's a standalone. It's I mean it's it doesn't need to not the the whole fr- it's a big freaking galaxy. Not everything <laughs> needs to be connected to a Skywalker. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> That's true. If her last name's Skywalker, I think I might walk out. Jinasa Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts, Christina? What did you say her name is? Jinasa, right? Jin Urso. Jin Urso, yeah. Urso. Okay. I thought I maybe thought when quit. she's being interrogated, she says Jin Asa. Yeah, I'm, like I'm just... Like Asa or Asa or something. There's I think no she's got a little bit of an accent. Yeah, I think it's spelled E-R-S-O. Oh, okay. Urso. Oh. Urso. What were you saying, <laughs> Christina? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just thinking because I was just at Disneyland and they were playing out something on stage that I watched. I was trying to guess if that's who they put in there, but no, never mind. I think I'm going to enjoy finding out more about her. Um, I don't really know much of the people going into this. And I think, like y'all said, I I don't really need her to be related to a Skywalker or a Kenobi or uh, who else is there? Solo. Yeah, a Solo, (laughs) a Fett, anybody, you know. How about a Calrissian? There you go. (laughs) I mean, she can see later in, in stories 
came from her or something or that's how, you know, I'm just, I think I'm looking as much as I will learn and, you know, watch and discuss with you guys about it. You know, I think at some point I am also looking to go into it going, um, I know nothing about this and I'm going to just be surprised, you know, um, but I will, I'm, I'm a person that I don't mind spoilers. I don't mind talking about this stuff because I actually want to know who she is and I want to know what they're going to do. And you know what I mean? Like, but, um, you know, knowing about the force awakens and what happens in there and who they're bringing up, you know, you're just like, I, I want to meet this new character. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun to have, as people say, another badass female character. And I'm, that's what I'm looking for in her, I guess. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, Speaking of new characters, we also see a new guy standing what we assume is near uh, Jin and Mon Mothma and those generals when they're all talking to her in that sort of interrogation, whatever they're doing. And uh, to me, you know, people have been saying, is he Biggs? Is he Wedge? Who is that guy? How does he know her? And my thoughts are probably not either of those guys. There's probably no way. But just for the simplicity's sake, I'm just going to call him Wedge for the rest of what I'm talking about here. It he looks but, more um, to me. But. I say he can't be Biggs due to the cutscenes that we know about and other things that we've seen in, in the Star Wars novels and uh, that George actually wrote and the, um, you know, in the original script. And, uh, and uh, what else was it? The um, I can't remember what else it was that Biggs showed up in. But I was like, due to what we know about Biggs, he's basically on the planet right after Luke sees the battle going on up in the sky. So, and Biggs tells Mm -hmm. Luke, he's just about to jump ship and join the rebellion. So he was, he couldn't have been involved, but he could have seen the rebels and fought against them as they were stealing the plans. So Biggs could still be in the film as an Imperial. Wouldn't that be interesting? My thoughts are that that guy is how they bring her into the story. He, we see him kind of hiding behind this bank and we see her like kicking butt with all these stormtroopers and stuff, and she's got that droid with her. So I think that what you see there is him sort of stepping out of the shadows to rescue her. Something goes wrong, and then we also see her jump, and she puts her arm around somebody who also looks like he's clothed in the same kind of clothing, and she and they both dive to the ground after an explosion. So I think they meet on the street, and he's the one who has her handcuffed and brings her back to the rebellion and what we're seeing in this trailer is basically how they meet and get her into the rebellion. Yeah. Like he's the recruiter and well, in, in a sense, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, well, I mean, in this, like I've, I've heard, although I haven't heard this since the trailer came out, that, but that rogue one was supposed to be kind of a heist movie. So it'd be almost like oceans 11 meets star Wars. And I'm, yeah, he's the one that's actually trying to put together a team to do whatever it is that leads to getting the Death Star plans, but that could be too, which is why he sees he could see the skills that she has and just be like, We need her on the team. Yeah. I'm thinking about the droid that she's with with that zero one one on the back. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a medical droid. I, I, I think it's a uh imperial some kind of imperial either um it's gotta be something military. Because why would the zero one one be on there? And we haven't seen any medical droids at this point that have been designed like that. They've all been designed smaller with more uh, more arms more delicate attachments they don't they're not like bipedal things that can run at speed and have arms that with gripping hands and stuff like that they usually have all the tools embedded within them i mean wouldn't you agree what kind of medical droids have you seen yeah i don't i don't believe it's a medical droid that we've seen on the big screen um i 
I, I'd agree, John. I think it's probably some kind of battle droid. It'd be kind of interesting if it was maybe some old battle droid from the Clone Wars or something like that that maybe yeah, we haven't seen, seen on the screen before. Like yeah, either. unless it's a, unless it's what the uh, Magna Guards look like with no clothing on. Sure, or maybe it's some upgrade, or maybe a custom job from an old droid chassis that was upgraded. Could be interesting. Well, though. it's uh, look at the back, and it's definitely Imperial. Yeah, it does have that design. The, the zero one, the zero one one. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about the guy who we you could call Wedge just for the sake of this, but probably isn't, or the uh, the droid? Then, yeah. Um, I saw that guy is more of like a bodyguard to make sure that Jin doesn't uh, stray off of her mission, because if the rebellion is is she's supposedly not part of the rebellion and they're bringing her into the rebellion to go steal these plans because she has some sort of skill over her and make sure that she doesn't go out of line but i don't really know much more than that uh the droid is probably her own that she like modified and uh it looks pretty imperial so she probably took an imperial droid of some kind and modified it to be her own droid but that's really all i know about those two she did build a droid yeah, <laughs> she, she just went to Disneyland. We didn't know that. Do you think? Because because Alan Tudyk's character is supposed to be a droid, right? Yeah, and yeah. They, and they did say oh. probably a medical droid, yeah, right? Yeah, motion captured. They did say I didn't. I don't. I didn't recall they said it was a medical droid. Or oh, not. okay. Because that's see, I was hearing other people talking about it as a medical droid, so I just figured that it was stated somewhere. It, you know, I mean, they, the droid you know, could be an interesting plot-related piece because if it's an Imperial droid, maybe they use it to hack through security or something Yeah, exactly. Like well, my question is, you've got R2 in all the movies as the cute little droid. In Force Awakens, you have BB-8 as a droid. Shouldn't this one have a droid that everybody loves? Just, <laughs> just my thought. I don't does know. that guy really look like an R2-D2 or BB-8 type of droid that would like be the cute robot that everyone loves? Well, but It's more of an HK-47. Yeah. He could be a, a nice KOTOR reference. <laughs> his personality, I think, is, is ultimately what would... Uh, yeah, that's, that's part of really right. even what separates BB-8 from R2-D2. You know, they've got radically different personalities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and, and then, like, the personality of C-3PO compared to some of the other talking droids, you know, like, each actor brings this huge persona to those droids, you know? Um, personally, I'm kind of hoping to make a Transformers reference that this droid is some droid seen a lot of action, maybe like a type of cup, you know, a cup in Transformers. <laughs> maybe he's seen the Clone Wars, he's retrofitted for the Empire, and so this is just another employer. I thought you actually meant a cup. <laughs> uh, well, I'm so tired of Transformers fans like that. He knows the reference. Cup was a transformer that was kind of a pickup truck. He was grizzled. Yeah. He was a grizzled he was a guy. War veteran. He always had a war story about something. <laughs> so yeah, and then and then we see Mon Mothma, of course, and um, the bearded general that does look like someone we've seen before. What are your thoughts on uh, you know seeing Mon Mothma again and the bearded this bearded general? Do you think he's the same general that we've seen I in other films? I think he's Dodonna. No, that's not Dodonna. No, yeah, Dodonna's in DS, but. Or wait, no, I'm getting no. No, Dodonna's at the end. I'm of getting nah, take the, nah, my geek points going away. Sorry. <laughs> right. Um, it's not. You don't think? Oh wait. But there is no. There is a different guy. I don't know his name, but he hugs Leia like, "Thank God you're safe" or something. Right. Um. Yeah, that could be him. Well, are we talking about the guy with the facial hair or? What yeah, he... yeah. He had a big beard and it was half gray and half, you know, and he was standing next to the dude that looked like he was given the order to Jin. Oh yeah. You know, no more thoughts. All right, <laughs> we can move on. 
So then we got the vehicle. Like, Jin is inside a vehicle. We see that shot, and the light is glaring, you know? Um, my thought was that this is the Rebel vehicle that as she's being taken back to Yavin. What do you guys think about that? It, which, what, kind of, what do you think that she's in? Hmm. I thought she was in, like, some sort of tank going out to the battle, yeah, but I guess that wouldn't... Thinking about it now, I guess it wouldn't really make any sense if... It depends on where they're going, really. Yeah. Um, if she's going to, like, the beach or that sandy area where she's with the droid, then the tank and her outfit would make sense. Uh, but she could be being brought in uh, fr- to the base, but it looks more like she's going out. Well, she's got her arms up or her hands up, almost like she's she's still, you know, in binders. That's what I thought, too. So it looks like they just, they're taking her into the rebel base, I'm guessing. It feels like some sort of ground vehicle the way she's shaking. Oh, so. is that what she's doing there? Maybe. Yeah, I thought her hand was, like, on the window. Uh, yeah, it could be, there. actually. You, you might be right. Any thoughts, Chris? You know, I, I guess I, I didn't put too much thought into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got anything, Derek? Uh, I was just just seeing a new vehicle. I hope I get to see new ships and vehicles in this film. <laughs> but I didn't really put too much thought either. But I'm kind of going with the maybe she's being turned into the vehicle theory that you guys are putting out there. Speaking of vehicles, those Star Destroyers, when they're putting the, the Death Star's dish on, that was just awesome seeing them on screen again. Don't you all agree? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that was just some cinematic brilliance because the first time <laughs> I saw it, I mean, just filmmaking and it just the way it kind of came together. I was like, "Oh, look, it's a Starfield." I'm like, "Well, uh-huh. kind of yeah. weird." And then, in watching it a second time, I realized that that wasn't a Starfield. It was the actual <laughs> Death Star in the shadow of the dish, which hopefully does not cause any continuity errors with uh, the end of Revenge of the Sith. Well, they, well, they just was, you know there was a problem. They had to put well, it. Well, they didn't show the. It. The, the, the outer part of the disc wasn't on there, was it? No, it was but... The disc shape, the, like, yeah, they, ancient, they, right? Yeah, they kind of had the, the shape for it, like, in the, in the distance. So, I, I don't I don't think it would, but uh, either way, this seems like we're going to get, a, a, you know, pretty up-close-and-personal look at the Death Star, like, the likes of which you, we, we couldn't even imagine. It's going to make A New Hope really look um, stark, I think, in, in comparison. <laughs> yeah, like some of those shots where they're shooting the Death Star pieces itself looks clearly looks like a model in because uh, it's barely painted. Uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it's going to age a new hope a little bit. Speaking of continuity, though, I'm wondering. You know, um, I don't know if you guys are prequel fans, but in Episode Two, they had those Death Star plans that were in the hands of the Geonosians. We're going to see any Geonosian bug people, or what happened to them? <laughs> Didn't they all die during the Clone Wars cartoons? Well, it says that they didn't know what happened to them. Oh, they just didn't know what happened? I don't know if they're captivity. Maybe they're fixing the Death Star or they all blown up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they were all massacred. like they knew too much about Death Star, so we just, you know, called in the exterminator and killed the bug people. <laughs> the thing that I'm, I'm wondering about, though, is, um, you know, they mentioned later on that there's a test going on related to the Death Star and that in in the trailer... And I'm just kind of like, well, the test better be against an asteroid or something small because they clearly say in Star Wars A New Hope, he's like, uh, I think it's time we test the full power of this battle station on your home planet of Alderaan, you know. And uh, so, you know, that makes it sound like that was the first time they tested it on a planet or something of that size, you know. A part of that test could have also been uh, a socio-political test of, hey, let's see what, how much more people fear the Empire when we blow up a populated planet. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, maybe, I see what maybe. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. There's a loophole there, I guess, if they if they do blow up one in this one. <laughs> maybe they blew up Geonosis. That's what happened to my bug people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, and speaking of blowing up Death Stars, and speaking of Wedge earlier, shouldn't Lando Wedge and Nine Numb have gotten a, a, a medal after they blew up that Death Star and Return of the Jedi? And Wedge should have two medals. He was there for blowing up two Death Stars. <laughs> also, what about Chewie? Chewie didn't get a medal. Well, he in a few the, books he did. Not in the movie. He, he yeah. It, 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 spoiler alert! It's been out forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at, at some point in the uh, Chewbacca comic arc, which is canon, he he does have a medal. Yeah. Okay, because that always made me sad as a kid. I was like, they fought for the aliens, but he didn't get a medal. Well, you know, they were they were rebellion. They're strapped for cash. They only had three medals or two medals on hand. So we'll get you. We'll get you one next week. <laughs> and then uh, they just stop it. it out to you. <laughs> and then later on, they were like, "You blew up a Death Star. That's old hat now. You don't get medals for that stuff." <laughs> so yeah, my thoughts on that siren. I was just kind of like, "Yeah, we've heard it before," but like, I was like, "Big deal, right?" I mean, I don't know. What the? <laughs> yeah. You know, I kind of liked it. I know it was overly dramatic, but Star Wars is very melodramatic, and for me, that kind of made me nostalgic for the old stuff. Yeah, I liked seeing the orange suits and the jackets that were similar to Luke Han. Like, they kind of had that style, maybe different colors. And then a lot of the gear, to me, hinted back towards Endor and Hoth. Like, those goggles kind of look like Hoth goggles. So I was more happy to see all the gear and the equipment. Gonk droid again. Uh, an X-Wing with an R5 unit in it. So I was, like, more geeking out about all that and the clothing and the machinery and the droids and things that I saw. Actually, I had a really interesting question. I'm kind of curious what you guys think. Do you think they'll try to link the new movies with the old by using someone like Maz Kanata, who's supposed to be like a thousand years old, and maybe they encounter her briefly going, hey, I knew about the early rebellion, because now that she's tied to this new saga. I almost, I my guess, and of course this is just me, um, I'm thinking if there's any character that's tied between Rogue One and The Force Awakens, it's going to be Max von Sydow. I forget the name of his actual character. in, in Lore Sanchez. Yeah. But, yeah. That makes sense, actually, with what his history is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want, just... I want to know more about him on film, you know. I'd also like to see him cameo in Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or that, yeah. So then we come to the guy in the white suit, what I am saying is a Grand Admiral. I think so. I mean, the Definitely, only other yeah. guys... The only other guys we've seen in a white suit was, uh, what'd you say, his... Wolfie Lauren. Yeah, he was, and he was a colonel in the time of the Death Star, a time of New Hope, and he was sitting at the round table in the white suit. Oh. So we have seen those white suits before. So colonels wear them, uh, grand admirals wear them, and we've seen... I think that's all we've seen that have worn them so far. The difficulty about it is... Uh... In some of the old lore, uh, Wolf Yularen was supposed to be part of the Imperial Security Bureau. But in the new lore, I'm not sure if that is still canon or not. Maybe someone like one of the Chris's, I use Chris's plural, might know if <laughs> uh, Wolf Yularen is still part of the Imperial Security Bureau. Because that would you know, maybe be an indicator. Well, I cannot like, recall. Like maybe the white is a different branch of the military in a sense. Does anyone know? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like a good one for Google. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you know more about that than anyone else, Derek. So, <laughs> Yeah, I guess I geek out about me. some pretty weird, obscure stuff. But to me, it's, it's been very difficult sometimes to tell what canon is. Because I've seen announcements like EA goes, oh yeah, our stuff's based on canon. 
But then I've seen interviews where they're like, well, it's not fully canon. It's a video game. And so when I see something like a Shadow Trooper, which I'm sure John will talk about later maybe, uh, show up in a video game, I'm like, is this canon? Will this show up in a movie? Is this legit? Because, you know, that Battlefront video game, for example, has like personal force fields. Yeah. We're going to see that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you think he's a Thrawn character? I mean, because they have not said his name, right? Not they for that could replace he... him or replace Thrawn with him, but I don't know. I hope not. I hope if they do ever bring Thrawn in, he, they stick to the Timothy Zahn books. Yeah, I, at least I like keep, him, having keep him blue. Skin. Yeah, at least that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing that's interesting around the Thrawn theory is that um, they've taken some legends and they've made characters that are very close. For example, Kylo Ren was very close to Jason Solo. So they've certainly shown evidence that they've been inspired by legends. I see what you're saying. Any thoughts, guys? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd still be disappointed if he wasn't blue. But <laughs> eh, it, it happens. Maybe. I don't know. If they're not going to use Thrawn anywhere else, then just make this guy Thrawn. Although yeah. then he would have to kind of. You mean he would? You're expecting you know, him to survive this movie? Or? I, I guess to me, you know, even even going all the way back to the beginning of the the, the teaser, um, the 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 we don't need context. We we know kind of what happened happened. <laughs> and that was a good statement. I, I don't think as much as they you know. Um, I actually wrote a piece on this. I posted it to Medium, and Pablo Hidalgo liked it. So I know I, you know, I know we're thinking the same way. Um, I don't expect to see anything pulled in from Legends specifically in this film because it, it's going. While it may give you know fans a chub, it, it's it's going to lose. It, it's going to be lost in a lot of people. And that's the movie, true. Yeah, the, the movie's got to stand in context to A New Hope. And that's that's it. You know, it, it, it can't I just I you know, I like seeing elements in Rebels, you know, that, that that are getting pulled from Legends. That's that's neat. That's nice. But I just I can't I can't see it happening with the film. I just I can't. I wonder if they're going to have stuff that's kind of maybe a, a nod and a wink. For example, Kylo Ren's lightsaber in the visual dictionary is based on a style of lightsaber that was created in Malachorin. Uh, us KOTOR fans know Malachor from KOTOR 2. Maybe they'll have just like a, a brief one-liner that says, hey, you Legends fans, here's your cookie. <laughs> well, and we, and we know that that has shown up on Rebels yeah, now. Yeah, showed up Mal Malachor yeah. is where they went. Yeah, originally it was cited in the dictionary. And they showed the, the original Sable in Malachor with the green one that had the two. Yeah, that, 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 that got me excited as a fan. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, you know who belonged to that one, right? Yeah. I think they're mixing a lot of, I don't know, things like i saw they do a little uh, jedi training academy show type deal and it used to be vader in the um stormtroopers and uh darth maul and now they've done vader in the seventh sister i was like okay and no stormtroopers and then they disappear and out comes uh kylo ren i'm like you probably shouldn't have vader and kylo ren in the same show <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just like, ehm, you know, so, you know, that's why, it, you know, when you say, oh, will they have this? Will they have that? I think it's it's cool when they can cross like shows like a cartoon with a movie, you know, some of the stuff that you still see in those as long as they all line up time wise, not 
hey, Vader should be dead when this guy's here, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah, and I think they're keeping that with the, with the cartoons and the movies, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we're very lucky that they have a story group uh, dedicated uh, continuity. As Chris mentioned, Pablo Hidalgo, one of the members of the story group. So yeah. I hope it stays intact. Yeah. So I want to ask real quick about Forrest Whitaker's character. Because we hear him with kind of a raspy voice. And in that picture, I swear he's got a breathing unit. Pardon me. That's just hanging right down below him like he's got to use it once in a while. What do you think about that? Is that armor or is that some kind of bodysuit that's helping to keep him alive? Space asthma. <laughs> I hear um, asthma leads to the dark side, right? Grievous Vader? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, you know, I'm, I'm questioning the whole, like, the voice thing. Like, Vader had the... I don't know if it's talking through the helmet. You know, the stormtroopers, they talk through the helmet. It has a sort of, to me, and I'm saying to myself, myself, it sounds more of like a, the, you know, yeah, you know, that little scene. It's like, I don't know, it's like voice changing. You know, they come out of it and they're like, your voice is a little bit different. So, um, I don't know, to me, I would have to agree. I'm wondering if it's part of the armor and not space asthma. <laughs> well, I mean, he's limping around and he's got battle scars, so there's evidence to say that he it might be something related to some injury or something he needs to survive. Um, there's a lot of that in Star Wars, though, again, so hopefully it's just some cool-looking armor. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, and I think, you know, going with the helmet stuff, I think there's a lot more intimidation. They want to establish the fact that maybe this is guy's very dangerous and you can't mess with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... I don't know about you guys, but that guy kind of stole the show. I want his action figure. I don't even know anything <laughs> about him. He looked cool and yeah. cool narration. <laughs> you know, that that was something. And I, 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 as I've read, they're going to be more aliens or more interactive aliens rather than you know, like Maz Kanata, you know, very not moving aliens. Um, apparently, we're going to get very articulated air aliens in in, in Rogue One, which <laughs> is. Good, but we didn't see anything in the teaser. And I'm like, right. wow, the universe <laughs> yeah. is devoid of, of aliens here. Huh. That's why Chewie didn't get a medal. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chewie. See, I, I'm also interested in Forrest's like, um, speech, I'm assuming, that he's giving to Jin. And uh, so, you know, and he ends with, what will you become? You know, And I'm like, what is he to her? Why does she... Like, is this... Is she like in a mercenary group and she gets caught by the rebels and the whole group gets hired to go do this? Mm. And she's known these people for a while and now they're the, like the older one who is Forrest Whitaker who might be wiser and stuff is giving her a lecture on like, if we do this, what will you become? You know, that kind of thing. Or, you know, like, what, why does he care so much to tell her this? You know, why bother? You know, it's kind of my thing. Like, is there a connection? Why does he care? Any, any thoughts? I have no idea, but I'm really anxious to find out because he he's the one he's the one in the in the in the trailer that I'm most curious about. I mean, I I like I like her, but I mean, he's got more mystery around him just because he's just yeah. he's just there for a moment and saying these things, and then he's away. And I I don't know what part he plays in anything. I don't even know what side he's on. Really, he might even be on the Empire side or former like retired <laughs> Empire. <laughs> Maybe not retired, but. I don't know. I'm curious. Plus, he's just a really good actor, so. Yeah. They did get some great people for this movie. You know, I kind of wonder if he's a mentor or, like, a, a character who might 
of if we're not going with the father theory with the imperial guy, maybe this guy's kind of like a father figure, like he raised her from the street or something like that. And so he has this advice for, you know, if you go into this rebellion thing, what does that mean? I don't know. Hmm. That could be a good thought. Hmm. Did uh, any of you guys, Chris, Krister, any of you guys have any thoughts on that? Uh, Not not really about him. Well, apart from... Sorry, Krister, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, The only thing I would say, I mean, especially with with his his voiceover and, you know, what will you become, um, the only thing that that really jumped out at me was uh, the soundtrack uh, or the the score at the end with the uh, Imperial March crossover with uh, yeah was it binary suns mm-hmm. or binary, binary sunset yeah sunset? yeah um so it, it was uh that was kind of shocking you know i was like whoa yeah and they did it all slow like i think christer mentioned the slowness in one of your videos right didn't wasn't uh, that you yeah i might have yeah yeah it might have yeah but yeah i don't i mean i don't know a lot about him i'm keeping some parts of this uh a little bit more mysterious i don't want to look too far into it uh in some parts and he's one that i just kind of want to wait for the movie and uh see what happens with that yeah kind of like donnie yen's character we know nothing yeah, about yeah. him but he looks cool <laughs> and we're all like it's donnie yen because ifmon and ifmon too if, if you guys out there have not seen those movies watch them just watched it last week and then you'll know why i'm excited that he's in this movie <laughs> <laughs> What do you think of uh, Donnie and Dan? Oh, yeah, no, I'm really excited. And, you know, I mean, looking at the pictures, I, I talked to John about this earlier. It looked like he might have been blind or something. So it was like kind of the whole uh, blind swordsman or blind martial art master uh, vibe on it. Yeah. He's Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, I love Daredevil. What was this? So was this teacher snake or something, right? <laughs> I don't remember. Stick. <laughs> stick, yeah, stick. stick. His, his blind teacher's stick. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> So I uh, let's talk a little bit about the um, I guess the big thing. Who's in the back to tank? Is it a back to tank? Yeah, is it a back to tank? Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure it is. I was looking at it. It, it just looks like it, I mean, it looks like some sort of stasis thing of some kind. Yeah, it almost looks like a carbonite chamber, but not carbonite. That's true. Yeah, because the I mean, it's definitely <laughs> not clear like the back that we've seen. It's not red like some of the Bacta we've seen in comic books. This one is like totally a, a non-see-through, misty type, if it's liquid at all. It could just be a total mist, right? Your thoughts, Derek? Any? Um, well, John and I did talk about this, and this would be kind of an interesting way to connect the saga a little bit. If, like, perhaps maybe it's a heavily wounded Snoke. Maybe Supreme Leader Snoke was operating way back in the day. And that if this was the Emperor, or uh, kneeling... Who would make the Emperor kneel except maybe someone more powerful? Yeah, and that would be Snoke, right? Perhaps, but this is a very fringe. Go ahead, John. Yeah, because my my thought was that Plagueis had to have a master, and Hidalgo the other day on Twitter said 100% Plagueis is dead. Killed, dead, killed, killed, dead, killed. He said it like over and over on his Twitter. (laughs) Like, like, like how many times do I have to say this? Killing is killing, he's killed, he's dead, you know, kind of. And uh, it was funny, so... My thought was, okay, Plagueis is dead. It can't be Plagueis. So what if Snoke was Plagueis's master? Snoke promised to tell Plagueis the the key to immortal life. Something happens to Snoke. Snoke goes in a chamber of some sorts where he has to be healed or put on stasis. And then Plagueis, while he's in there, assumes mastership, knowing what he knows on how to create life, but not necessarily how to... Um, 
maybe create life and postpone death, but not necessarily how to make himself immortal, per se. And uh, so he promises a new student of his, which will be Palpatine, to teach him if they can work it out together. But Palpatine comes to the realization that Plagueis will never teach him, so he kills him in his sleep. And then, one, and especially because he found out about Snoke in the chamber, and he's like, well, Snoke's the one who really knows all the answers, so... You know what I mean? And then he takes hmm. Vader as his apprentice and Maul and other people, you know, along the way. <laughs> the dark side tradition. What do you guys think of that theory, though? Yeah, that's interesting. I never really thought about it like that. Uh, no, that would be cool. I just I don't really see the Emperor kneeling to anyone. Right. Yeah, um, that's my friend. But, I mean, I guess it would make sense if, it, if Snoke is supposedly more powerful than the Emperor. Um, I guess that would make sense. I mean... Because I think we did say, I mean, it was it was almost two weeks ago, wasn't it? That Hidalgo on Twitter confirmed that it yeah, was the Emperor. Yeah, it was Emperor? about a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And we, yeah. Did he say that the, the Emperor was in the scene? Because I'm thinking the Emperor is actually the one in the tube, because that's why the guards are there. No, the only thing he said is that Plagueis is definitely 100% dead, and Plagueis is not Snoke. Um, and he I, said that oh, the did, Emperor was kneeling. Oh, did he? Okay, yeah. see, I missed that. John Cox. Yeah, I must have missed that. Could this be misinformation? So, so no, I yeah. Apparently, I missed this too. So that's the emperor kneeling at the ten, at what he I, said. He he said because people were saying it was Vader and that it might have been the emperor in the chamber, and he said Vader never wears a hood. That's the emperor. Exactly. Kneeling. No, maybe he's saying Vader never wears a hood. The emperor wears a hood. He's not claiming it's it's the emperor. The emperor wears a hood, not Vader. Was he's this not, on Twitter? Okay. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if that's in context, if that's what he said, not to nitpick, but he was right in saying that the Emperor is the one who wears a hood, not Vader. But that's not implying directly that it that's was the, the Emperor. emperor? In the okay. All so right. So it could be a new hooded individual. Right. We don't know. Right. That's what I'm saying. So okay. It, you know, it, I don't see to me. It, I mean, obviously, the Emperor's got to have some kind of touch point there with the guards. Like, yeah, because the right. guards are there. It's yeah. obvious, right? Uh I, I can't imagine though. I, I real boy, you want to talk about a total trip? Is 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 having a, a or seeing the emperor bow before somebody else? But that would just be almost almost the opposite of everything that we've known about him. And I, yeah. you know, what? I'd, I'd I'd hate to have it be Snoke because it would just tie in too perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I, I, I just kind of uh, that would kind of bug me. Huh? Do you think it's possible, you know, in Return of the Jedi, you've got, I like to call them the Emperor's Hat Club. There's those weird guys off in the corner. <laughs> the Imperial Dignitaries? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like maybe and, one, and of, maybe one of them is kneeling before the Emperor, mm-hmm. and the Emperor could be actually in the tank. I think that fits a little bit better, unless it was an Inquisitor or another character. Maybe it is a Dignitary. Yeah. Or is it possible it's the guy It's the guy we're trying to figure out if he's a Grand, Man, uh, Grand Admiral? Because, like, right before that the scene with the, t- with the tank... We've got this other with, we've got him walking away in the white cloak, although it doesn't have a hood. Actually, I'm looking, I'm, I'm back full, rewinding and looking at that, so I could be wrong. So never mind. <laughs> well, then I was wondering, is he in shadow, or and that's why it looks black? But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it is silhouetted, so it could be. Mm. Can't really tell. Huh. Wow. So so many mysteries, man. <laughs> now, are there are there any mysteries or things you guys want to pull out? See, I, I like that kind of thing, though. I mean, we only yeah. got a teaser, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I'm, I'm obviously jazzed. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I think the only thing that is going to be difficult for Lucasfilm is um, n- not just in convincing 
you know, everybody, but like explaining uh, the position of this film among episodic films, which, you know, is radically different than what we've seen to this point. Yeah. In the star Wars universe. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done it a little bit with Marvel, but like it took me a little while to explain to my mom that this was a separate thing. Yeah. This is going to be a bit different. This is going to be, you know, I think radically different. Yeah. And, and, And I think the public is going to be, it's going to be more difficult for them, I think, than than it is for fans. Fans get it, right? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm wondering, if it's going to be more of a, a fan movie or if it's going to be like, if it's going to capture the general audience as well, you know? Yeah. I think the main ones are the general audience and then the side projects are kind of for the fans, you know? Yep. I have a question well, for everyone. I think it's, yeah, I think it's for everybody. Yeah. See, I, I actually have a theory that the the Death Star thing is going to be the what we pan down to. It's going to it's going to be a whole black screen, and the shadow is going to be as the shadow goes away. We see the star destroyers and mm. the thing coming on. I mean, I, I'd hate to have that you know ruined in a sense, but I, I do <laughs> think that's the perfect opening. You know, yeah. the Death Star itself looming huge in the screen. I don't think it would be Star Wars without an opening crawl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm curious about what you guys think about the 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 black armored stormtroopers. Uh, you know, see, I think they're an elite squad because if you notice, if you watch very carefully, you never see them overlap with white stormtroopers. Hmm. So the only ones in that first shot are three black troopers that have right. different helmets, and then the next time you see them, there's four or five, and at least one of them has a regular helmet, and the other ones have that same black weird helmet looking, the new helmet style. So I'm wondering if they're actually some kind of uh, security or a small elite group that um, the Imperials have. And that's why we've never seen the black in anything else is because it might only be a small unit of maybe five or six guys. Do you think she's um, infiltrating that elite unit? Because, you know, the last shot, she's all dressed in black with all that armor. That looks more TIE pilot to me. What do you guys think? I think, Christer, you thought the same thing, right? I thought it was TIE Pilot at first, but I think when I talked to Chris about this, he thought differently, I think, right? The, yeah, it, it's possible. But it looks like she's got two batons on her back, and I don't know. So she could be, could, yeah, like taking a security outfit. Because, I mean, some of those, yeah. did, did some of those gunners have a chest piece or not? No, well, I, I don't think okay. so. Not at least like that. What do you think? Yeah, my gut was kind of the tie pilot when I've seen it, but mm. I haven't taken a you know close enough look at some of the specialty Death Star troopers, right? We have the Death Star gunner who has that very special helmet. Well, I don't, know, helmet. Is, I don't yeah. know if this is some auxiliary special Death Star only deal, or is it a special elite Delta Force? Yeah. Well, that's what I was wondering about with, like, I heard a lot of people say something about, like, why are we getting all these new stormtroopers that we didn't see in New Hope? And I'm like, well... Every vehicle has had a different driver-styled helmet, even in the originals. You know, we had TIE pilots, we had ADAT pilots, we had ATST drivers. You know, everybody had a different helmet style for whatever they were doing in the Imperial forces. So if that new tank is a new vehicle, then we're going to get a new vehicle driver with a new helmet, you know. So to me, it makes sense. And, and when they're in that Death Star scene or whatever, where they're running with the robot and maybe the plans are in her hands or whatever that thing is she's got... And uh, you see on the other side, there's really only two different styles of stormtroopers. If you pu- if you pause the screen, that are all running there, they just had slightly different darkness or scuffed up armor depending on the individual. 
What did you guys make of, um, you guys probably saw the, was it Instagram that Donnie Yen had leaked with the different Stormtrooper helmets? No, there I was, didn't see that one. Okay, there was an image where they showed the the Shadow Trooper helmet, and then there was like a tan colored helmet, and yeah. then there was another one. I don't know if you guys have seen that, and huh. I was kind of like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, I don't know if it's a Sand Trooper or something else. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, yeah. there's a it, Donnie Yen had did some kind of leak of an image a, uh, ages ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah. feel like I vaguely remember that. Do you guys have any theories on what some of those helmets are? Because, honestly, I'm kind of clueless. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, anything else you guys want to pull out of this or any other Star Wars rumors you want to talk about before we wrap it up? I mean, sounds like we've covered, we're getting to where everyone's feeling like we've covered what we talked about or want to talk about, right? Yeah. I kind of have yeah. a fan question. How would you guys feel if someone from Rebels cartoon showed up in the movie? Would you guys feel like that's too much? Ahsoka. <laughs> and you, you would say Ahsoka. <laughs> I'd rather leave the I don't know. I mean, it depends on how they're implemented. If they're if they're too big of a of a part of the sh- in the movie, if they put like Hera in there as one of the rebel pilots or something, um, it would have to be like a background. I don't really want to focus on those characters because they yeah, get their I, time in the cartoons. Yeah, I want right. to be able to to like if there's a character on. I, like, I haven't seen Rebels, so I I, I want to be able to enjoy the movie without having to see to watch the supplemental stuff if that makes right. sense yeah 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 and uh like i had to ask someone who the seventh sister was oh I'm, yeah yeah i don't know great. why i didn't know that i'm like who the hell is that you know like if you don't watch rebels that much then you wouldn't know uh, well i've only seen like tidbits of rebels i haven't actually yeah. had time to sit and, I haven't and she's had t- not in every episode so yeah and i haven't had time to like find them from beginning to end so, yeah, I think, um, like what they said, keep, if it, yeah, maybe bring Ahsoka in there, but, you know, like they said, background characters maybe, like, you can go, oh, look who I just saw, oh, isn't that, oh, that's kind of cool, you know, but I think these people need to tell their own story, if you will. So maybe somewhere in a cantina you see Chopper rolling to somebody and then you pan out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or, or R two rolls through somehow. No. <laughs> I I I'm banking on that theory that uh, someone put out there that the uh, rebels will end with everybody on Alderaan, and then we're gonna. <laughs> at the... And I think that's where Chewie's medal is. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Zeb took it. That's it. That was the rebellion's entire metal metal supply. It was on Alderaan. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. They only had two left. You're right. They were on Dantooine. <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't let people forget if you're wrapping up. Don't forget to enter the droid contest. Yeah, when we figure out what that is. Yeah. What, what are we gonna think of? Were we gonna do like a, a like drawing? Like yes, a, you you must draw. I think it was. Um, we were gonna tell them to draw a droid. Draw a droid. Every drawing would get entered into a drawing to win the droid. That's what we were thinking about doing, right? Unless any of the guys have any suggestions. And they could post those drawings on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or something, and then we could just write down all their names and enter them in a hat, right? Right. And there, there'll be two winners, and uh, winner number one, I would say, gets their choice, and the other one gets the other one that's left. What do you guys think? Sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. I'm excited to see the artwork. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool to see some fan art. Yeah, that's what... that'd be awesome. 
I want to I want to see the fan art, and then uh, John could probably, uh, if you still have the picture, he can uh, tweet the picture of the little droids, and yeah, they come they come, come with stickers, and you get to name it. So you, I built it, you win it, you name it. Like I I currently have one that's HWK12. <laughs> you know he's Seahawks twelfth man. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's, that, that's awesome. And then I did I did a poll on Twitter to name my little orange droid with Mickey Mouse ears, and um, Didn't that M- was MM one one right? Yeah, MM one one. It was MM one. There was PDH sixteen Bob, and then I put I think I put BBR two eight or something like that. I voted for Bob. Bob. <laughs> I, I'm sitting there going, I, if Bob wins, I'm going to have a package that just says Bob. <laughs> no numbers, just Bob. Bob was in uh, the black hole, wasn't he? There was Vincent and Bob. <laughs> so, so if Anyways. you follow me, go and look back at, you can look back at all the droids. You can go back and look at all the helmets in the Star Wars you know, things and it, that build a droid. I, I, I could see literally when I was sitting there, I could literally envision you guys just standing there going, do I have a hundred dollars? How many droids can I make with a hundred dollars? Because it was, it was two for 22, which is a good deal. But, um, you're just sitting there going, how many droids can I make, man? How many different colors? This one can have this body and this one can have five legs. And it was, <laughs> it was you're just, you just sit there and go, oh my gosh, I don't need to go to any more Disneyland. I can just build a droid. <laughs> <sighs> I'm glad you had fun there. I can't wait to go. But on that, I think we should all like, um, you know, get ourselves out of here. Wrap it up. So thanks a lot, Christina. Thanks, Krister. Thanks, Mike. And thank you, Chris and Derek here for joining me in the studio. May the force be with you guys. <laughs> Any final words? Nanu, nanu. Nanu. <laughs> thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's always a pleasure, Krister. Yeah, it was fun. It was. Anything, Chris, you were going to say? No, I'm like, I, yeah, thanks, man. All right. <laughs> yeah. Chris All right, needs cool. to make a BB-8 sound. Come on now, we're waiting. <laughs> I, I don't have I don't have the app pulled up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That was perfect. <laughs> well, I have watched the movie about what um, I think I've watched it almost every day. It's been in the, on in the background. <laughs> it's on my phone, so it's on when I'm walking around work and in the car. So I mean, yeah, I've probably watched it 300 times already, or something. That's where the Snoke theory came from. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's in my rotation. I, I, I pretty much since I was, I think, 18, I've had, you know, and I got those videotapes of Star Wars Empire and Jedi. They have been on at least once a week since then. Wow. Wow. You're, you're pretty yeah. hardcore, John. That's why yeah. I have line memorized, even all the robots and all the aliens and where the music comes in and it's all memorized that's not how the force works <laughs> we said that in our D game last night yeah. they did something yeah. and i was like that's not how the force works yeah. <laughs> that's awesome uh, all right guys well hey uh thanks a lot for coming on everybody out there thanks a lot for listening to the super awesome geek show and i hope you enjoyed this one share your speculations if you can 
and uh, we're always on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and stuff. So, all right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Super Awesome Geek Show with John Adams, Jason Rigdon, Eric Locke, Matt B, and Rob Clifford. The Super Awesome Geek Show is part of Kingdom of the Geeks. We put up new episodes every Friday. You can find us on iTunes and on the website at superawesomegeekshow.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash superawesomegeekshow. Follow us on Twitter at awesomegeekshow. And if you'd like to help, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash superawesomegeekshow. Or make one of the purchases of our fine toys, art, and collectibles on the eBay store. Stores.ebay.com slash Kingdom of the Geeks. All your support does help, and we really, really appreciate it. If you'd like to be on the show, just contact us, superawesomegeekshow at gmail.com. Well, that about wraps it up. Thanks a lot for listening, and see you next Friday on the Super Awesome Geek Show! Super Awesome Geek Show!